Hurts. He is looking. He is firing for Devontae Smith for a touchdown. The first touchdown of Devontae Smith. Alrighty guys, welcome back. Welcome back to the Fight Philly Fight Podcast. This is Talking Birds with Babe, episode three from our second season. As always, I'm your host, Tom Cunningham. You can find me on Twitter at Tom underscore FPF Sports HQ. You also can find my work at InsideTheEagles.com. Joined always by the prettiest co-host in the game, that is my wife, Brittany Cunningham. You can follow her on Twitter at EaglesBabe91. How are you? Good. Always happy to podcast after a win. So happy to be here. It is nice to always do a victory podcast. And victory is about the best way you could describe it. Um, and refreshing is, seems to be the common word around the Eagles. And it was refreshing to watch that kind of kind of game in its entirety go down. But we do have lots to get into. We are going to recap our week one. We are going to do our week two preview. And, of course, we're going to do our weekly pickums. I was 11 for this week. She was 10. I'm going to tell you right now, Green Bay kind of let me down. I thought I had that one in the bag. I guess not. Uh, so did the Baltimore Ravens. You did pick the Raiders, so I did. I told you I had, I had a feeling. I was right. I mean, you still beat me by one point, but... They get me every time. But let's start off with injuries. What do we got? So the only Eagles player who was ruled out right now is Rodney McLeod. And that is it for the injury list, which is very exciting. It is very exciting considering it was getting a little wild uh, midway through the week, but it was like a lot of players on there that was just like rest. Yeah, well, the so, majority of them were rest, which, yeah. which I may understand. Because so. they're all Get old. your rest and get ready for <laughs> Sunday. Yes. Um, but no, it was good. A lot of veterans had rest days, so that was good to see. I don't know about Marcus Epps. I think he's the only question mark. Because it's a concussion, concussion so I'm not sure um, but when he did not, back. Yeah, they did not rule him out. No, so He did go out early yeah. in the game. So we can uh, see what's going about that. Yeah, so let's talk about that week one performance. Let's. So we'll start off with Jalen Hurts. He was 77% completion, three touchdowns, Zero interceptions. So great start for him on his first, you know, official NFL start. I was very, very impressed by Jalen in this game. Um, I mean, we kind of tempered expectations to our last few podcasts. If you guys follow me on Twitter and or any of my contributions, um, you'll know that my overall expectations were very tempered this season. And he came out and looked like he was QB1. He looked like he was the franchise quarterback. He, the way even that two-minute drive, mm-hmm. that two-minute drive, that was that was something that you need to look for. Because, you know, the big questions, and I actually just put out a story on this, is what will it take for Hertz to secure his future as QB1? You know, some people may go the statistical route. Hey, being the 60% com- because he's not going to get 77% every week. No, but maybe. he did look like he belonged there. Like he earned, like you said, the spot of QB1. Yeah, a- absolutely. And I, I think he was poised. I would say he did have a few mental errors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was a couple, like I know for sure one of the fourth down plays that we were going for, he just kind of ran out of the pocket for no reason. I don't know why. He just kind of flew it and... Um, for the most part, he was extremely accurate. He was on the ball 
very, very well. I would say one of the big ones that he kind of missed or missed the opportunity was one, he had a wide open Quez Watkins in the flat. Yes. Um, and then the second was that ball thrown to Ertz, which he did not catch, but that's okay. Um, if he hit him in stride, there was no one in front of him. That would have probably been. But it's Ertz, so he wouldn't have ran anyway. Well, so. <laughs> we're giving the benefit of the doubt. However, in the day, the kid played. He played very well. Um, and that, I mean, that, that defense was absolutely incredible. Um, you know what? I, I know you had some thoughts on it. Um, but I, we'll, let's head to the defense. We're going to circle back to the offense, but let's, let's start with the, the big guns and then defense. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll circle back to offense cause I do have more comments, but I, I mean, I, I liked the defense. They started off a little shaky, but then, you know, we completely owned the Falcons for the remainder of the game. Like, you know, you love to see it. I mean, we're getting sack after sack and, you know, it's just all different players, you know, Hargrave looked great, you know, um, Brandon Graham looked great. Fletcher Cox didn't get a sack, so we didn't get to see him do his little crawl that I love. But, you know, he was pretty damn close. He From was, everyone saying, oh, he's getting so old, you know. I will say this. He did look a little bit slow coming off the line mm-hmm. at first. And I think kind of once the rust got shaken off, I, I think he was at it. And he was so mad he did not get that sack. Oh, he I was know. so mad. <clears throat> I, I just, you know, you feel for the guy. And, I, I yeah, you are correct. It was. Did it cut Very shaky, um, and it was, you know, the tackling was very poor in the beginning. Uh, Eric Wilson did not have a very good game. Uh, Slay I, had a good game. Slay had a great game. Uh, I, I would say in the beginning, we were getting torched. I mean, the Falcons marched down the field two to their first two possessions yep. without bat and eye. But they bend, but they didn't break. Didn't score a touchdown, didn't though. Didn't score a touchdown. They held them off the field goal. Kept them off the field goal, and really – Really, kind of as soon as the second quarter started, that was all she wrote. Um, that that offensive yeah, line for the Falcons, game. yeah, that just it, it, it killed it. So I, I will definitely say the defense was very exciting. So many different packages. You know, you had the four man front, five man front. You know, running three front. I have the Sam linebacker position. Even though Jannard Avery kind of just like fell down out of nowhere, I don't understand why he's still getting snaps. Milton Williams looked good. Josh Sweat looked great. Derek Barnett in coverage. Um, I mean, it, it was very impressive to see. And it was very nice to see what a open Darius Slay, like a freed-up Darius Slay can be when the yeah. weight of the secondary is not all on his shoulders. So mm-hmm. that's very good to see. But we are going to circle back around to the offense. Devonta Smith. I mean, I, just, I got chills. <laughs> he, he played great. And it looks so effort, like just so effortless, like – he just found the holes in the zone, was yeah. just open, and like he, he, and that was always his ability in Alabama is that he will just get behind the defender without them ever knowing, mm-hmm. and that's why he's a slim reaper. But he had also a very good game. Uh, I think he had six targets for seventy-seven and a touchdown. And he and Hurts, you know, have played together too, so that they have that you know connection already. And I think you saw on a full display. I think you saw on full display while we're there. Um, I would also gather to say that I think. Quez Watkins, you know, had a good first outing. And I was a little curious because he kind of went away after, really after the first quarter. I mean, he still had snaps. You um, didn't see as much, though. But we didn't see as much. And I think part of it was, and, you know, Sirianni was quick to say, hey, we just wasn't the packages that we called. 
I do think he was very good at splitting out the ball. I'm going to tell you who had a quiet game, but really stuck out was Jalen Rager. I think yeah. he was five for 46 in a touchdown. Mm-hmm. He kind of, he really got involved, especially in the second half, um, which is good. And hopefully it boosts kind of everything going on. I know you want to bring up Jay Jaw and his blocking. Yeah. <laughs> very impressive. Speaking um, of blocking, the person I want to bring up is uh, Kelsey. Yes. How about those blocks for Miles Sanders? <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of like one of those things. It was like, you get a block. Yeah, just you like get a block. Like, get out of my way. Get out of my way. Um, I mean, if no one saw that play, you should Google it. I was just sitting up like screaming at the TV like, sh- yes, run. should also YouTube the Jordan Mailata block where someone might want to check on that Atlanta cornerback. Yeah, I wasn't and, sure he was going to get up after that. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, it's just crazy to think. And I laugh because they played his rugby videos during just the game. before that yeah but it's like why would you want to get in front of a 360 370 pound six foot nine guy who by the way i'm pretty sure runs like a four five yeah it's a big boy hard pass hard pass uh i'm good uh special teams my man sit boss Ooh, i i'm glad and you know i'm glad I came out because it's so weird you can't call him a rookie because i think he's 27 or 28 mm-hmm. but for his first nfl career start very good. Very pleased. Jake Elliott had no misses. Miles Sanders looked great. Yep. Um, he looked fast. Once again, it's always going to come down to, you know, he's still is leaving some meat on the bone. Yeah. Um, and I know you were frustrated by some of his missed gaps when he could have ran through, but. What about Gainwell? I think Gainwell, I, I, I Gainwell's RB2. Yeah. I, I mean, they, I don't think actual offense Boston Scott got a single touch. I don't think that's going to be every week. I do see them putting Yeah, I was surprised to not see Boston Scott used, you know, basically um, almost not at all. Well, what was really shocking is they really liked to use Boston Scott. Well, I should say this. Doug Peterson really used to like yeah. using Boston Scott in the red zone situations mm-hmm. because he gets kind of lost behind everybody. Um, and he's a hard guy to tackle. Sometimes he so, spins when no one's even around. <laughs> so my, my only real takes from that was, one, it was a complete team win mm-hmm. in its entirety. Um, two, yeah, there's still little, little things here and there. Um, mainly the penalties. Mainly we the need penalties, to work yes. on those penalties because if we don't get that under check, we're going to have some issues, especially with the false starts, like knocking us back. Like, you know, you can't go, you can't be third and one and then get a false start. Cause I mean, that does make a big difference. That makes, that makes all the difference in the world. Um, and I, I just, it was very nice to see, and like I said, it was a very refreshing game. Now, put into context, it was the Falcons. It was. And the Falcons are trash. Um, but however, the one thing I will say about this is that, yeah, their defense is trash, but their offense is not. I mean, they have weapons. Yeah. I mean, Calvin Ridley had 1,300 yards last season. They had opportunities to score. And they just got shut down. Yeah. So, it was very good. I was glad to see that. Any other thoughts before we move on? Um, I think we're good there. So let's move on now. What are your thoughts about this game against the 49ers? I think it's going to be a good game. Um, So when people think 49ers, what do they think? Defense. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the two major parts is, one, their defense is not what it was. Their secondary has a lot of issues. They're going to have backups to the backups in the secondary, especially now that Jason Verrett's down. Um, I know, I think Kinlaw is probably not going to play either on the defensive line. That's a huge loss. 
Um, so they do still have Bosa. They still do have D Ford. However, D Ford was limited all week. Um, so he's not 100% in this game. I, I think it's going to be a great matchup for Jordan Mailata. I yeah. mean, that's about as beefy as it's going to get going up against him. Um, I, I just, I don't, I, I think we're going to score. I really don't, I think there's going to be some disruption, but they're so, they, they pin their ears back. Remember, Robert Sala is no longer their defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And even what he was, when he was, they had such a bad habit of over-pursuit, and that's what's hurt them. And it's one of the big things to bring up is one of the main losses that seems to be a continuing trend for the 49ers is when they face a quarterback who's mobile. Um, they struggle heavily when when they're mobile. Um, and I know you want to, you're chomping at the bit to say this, but, I mean, no one's really shaking in their boots from Jimmy Garoppolo. No. It's just not happening. Not at all. Um, I know Raheem Moster's out, so that's a pretty big loss for them. However, but their offense does have weapons. We've got George Kittle. Yes, who yeah. ran all over us he last ran season. All over us last season. You got Debo Samuels, and I'd probably put Brandon Ayuk in there. The yeah. only thing they don't have is they don't have depth at weapons. After our, you know, wide receiver one and two and tight end one, they they fall off. They fall off the line pretty quickly. Um, I, you know, what, what are your thoughts? What do you, what do you see? I mean, you took the words out of my mouth pretty much for um, defense. So again, you know. Nick Bosa is always a concern for me, but I think, you know, we've got, I think our O-line might, might be able to hold steady, especially now that we've got, you know, we've got Jordan Mailata in there and Brandon Brooks. Yeah. And Brandon Brooks. And, back healthy. Yeah. So, so I, I think I we're going to be good there. I do think, like you said, we'll be able to put up points. I don't think it'll be as much as it was against the Falcons, but I, I mean, I can see us winning this game. It may be by the skin of our teeth. I think it's going to be close. I do. Think I don't think we're, we're going to blow anybody out of the water again, like we did against the Falcons. But I can see us winning this game as long as you know defense holds strong and we can you know get down that field and score when we need to. You know, I I think we could take it. And the last thing I have to say is yes, I understand, and we'll do this before we head to break. I understand. Kyle Shanahan and his offensive guru. Um, he's definitely been caught on, and I'm going to tell you something. When I when when I watched the All 22 tape of that Detroit Lions 49ers game, it to me honestly looked like he threw the playbook at the Detroit Lions, and then just couldn't figure it out from there. Yeah. But when we come back, we got a few more things. We are going to bring up back weekly pickums, of course. Um, so guys stay tuned from word of our sponsors. Alrighty guys, welcome back. Welcome back. So as always, every week we are going to get into our weekly pickums. As you all probably guessed, we both picked the Washington football team for this Thursday night game, which was hilarious because the giants are total trash. So they can suck it. I feel like without, you know, Chase Young, football team really wouldn't be much better. You know, kind of one of their biggest weapons, which stops other teams. That boy is a monster. He is an absolute monster. But it's funny. And, you know, we were talking during the break because we're like, oh, man, we're moving through this podcast or podcast pretty quickly. But a few major actually NFC East news that I want to bring out. Uh, The Cowboys will be without Demarcus Lawrence. And definitely he broke his foot, which he was by far their best defensive player. So. That's a problem. 
And then I wanted to talk to you about Saquon. He does not look like Saquon. I don't know if it's because, you know, he tore his ACL. And I feel like no player ever looks the same after tearing an ACL. But uh, for, for some reason. <laughs> for, Adrian Peterson is still probably playing. But for some reason, like you said, he did not look anything special like he normally does. I, giants are bringing him down. <laughs> They're just crushing his soul. Like, come down to our terrible level. It's hilarious because there was that video of Kenny, uh, Kenny Galladay on the side just screaming at, you know, Daniel Jones and. I mean, it was it was the Giants' game to win, and they lost it, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, they came out such high tempo, and you know Washington didn't have an answer for that high tempo. Their secondary was getting burnt all over the place, and their pass rush couldn't get home. And then they just were like, mm, "We're going to stop this." Good job, Jason Garrett. Uh, so once again, the Giants are total trash. Mm-hmm. Um, but what a week for NFC East! The only ones to win a game. We are, and we are, and we. Uh, I think we have a solid opportunity to go two and zero. I even if even if it's a loss, I don't see this being a blowout unless no. something goes terribly wrong. <laughs> Always knock on wood. I just I just don't see the 49ers coming in, and that the link is going to be rocking. I say we forgot to mention the most important part of this game is it's a home game. It's a Can you imagine game? a herd throwing a touchdown pass to Devonta Smith? That link is going to be rocking. Yeah, the link is going to be absolutely on fire um, for the first home opener, and I, I, I think just the juice is all flowing to um, really the Eagles because also, like I said, that defense for the Forty ers didn't look so good. Uh, the the Lions crept up very very quickly, and let's just be honest, the Lions are probably fighting for the worst team in the NFL right now. Yeah. Um, I know they got a couple competitors, but we'll move on from that. All right, so we're going to get into our weekly pick'ems. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. New England, Patriots versus the Jets. I'm going to go with the Patriots for that one. The Patriots, I'll take the Patriots as well. We got Denver Broncos against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going to pick the Broncos for that one. I'm definitely picking the Broncos for that. Von Miller is going to destroy trevor lawrence's life <laughs> uh buffalo bills at miami dolphins i'm gonna go with buffalo i'm gonna also go with buffalo even though they totally let me down last week yep um i i thought that defense was gonna get the best of uh old man big ben <laughs> um but i am not a believer in tua at any point in moment so no the worst thing miami could have done was get rid of Fitzpatrick, who could have been such a mentor for tua but what do i know i know what do we know we only do this all the time all right. Uh, obviously, we're both picking Philadelphia. Obviously. To beat San Fran. The LA Rams versus the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to go with the Rams on I this one. I will also go with the Rams. I know it's, uh, I think it's Colts. No, because they played their home opener against Seattle, right? Yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah, I will also take the Rams. Uh, the Raiders versus the Steelers. I'm going with the Raiders again. You're going to ride on that Raiders bandwagon? That's okay. I just wrote a story. Listen, I'm not a bandwagon. <laughs> I'm just saying I think they're going to win. I'm going to pick, pick Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh's defense is still very, very much intact. We'll see. Um, Cincinnati Bengals versus the Chicago Bears. You know, I'm going to go with Cincinnati just because Chicago looked almost as bad as the Giants. They did look really bad. Cincinnati didn't look much better, but Chicago can't really figure out what they're doing with life right now with their slew of quarterbacks, and none of them have much talent. 
I'm going the Bengals. I'll pick Cincinnati as well. All right. Let's see who we got next. Oh, do we get some? All right. So we got who? Houston versus Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. I'll take the Browns. Uh, Carolina, New Orleans. I think this game is interesting. Uh, this one was a little bit harder for me to pick. I know the Saints just blew out Aaron Rodgers, but that had a lot to do with Aaron Rodgers playing like total hot garbage. They did. He he definitely threw that game. I don't uh, care who you are. He threw that game. Stand on the sidelines smiling when your team is down 3-38. to 38. Like You know what you're I, doing. I think I'm still going to pick the Saints. I might regret this, but I think I'm going to pick the Saints. I think I'm going to pick Carolina just because McCaffrey is a freak of nature. He's a freak of nature, and he looked great, he did. by the way. He looked amazing. Uh, Minnesota Vikings versus the Cardinals. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I'm also going to go with the Cardinals. Minnesota is embarrassing. Falcons versus Tampa Bay. It's not even a question. The Buccaneers. The Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put you down for Falcons. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Tampa Bay. Uh, Tennessee Titans versus Seattle. 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 Dallas versus the Chargers. 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 Kansas City at Baltimore. Kansas City. Kansas City. And then wrapping up on Monday, Detroit at Green Bay. See, this is tricky because what Aaron Rodgers are we going to see? Are we going to see the guy who definitely just threw the first game of the season? Or is he going to get pissed off and get angry and throw to Devonta Adams for fucking 300 yards? I don't I don't see that happening. I think he's purposely throwing it. Like I, I've told you before, he... Showed no interest in even touching a football this entire offseason. He just came in cold and was like, all right, let's do this. So I don't think his heart's in there. I don't think anything. So I'm going to go with Detroit on that one. All right, we'll split it. I'll take Green Bay. All righty. So before we get wrapped up, first few things, especially for those who have been listening for a long time, if you don't know this, my college team of choice is the Penn State Nittany Lions. This weekend is their first whiteout game against Auburn. Uh, so we are Penn State, so hopefully they win. going to be curious, but hopefully they win. Um, last but not least, guys, we do have some major, major, major news. Go. Yes, very exciting. So our Fight Philly Fight Network is up. We have our own website now. It is fightphillyfightnetwork.com. Is up. You will see all of our stories, our podcasts. Uh, we are very close to working on some deals of live broadcasting, and soon I think we're going to be doing our live broadcast podcasts, livecasts. Anyway, <laughs> um, that will also be on that website. Um, also, big news that I have chosen to write for ProFootballMania.com. You'll see all of my NFL analyst work with them, and then I'm also joined Eagles Nation, part of PHLSportsNation.com. Um, I'm excited to be a part of them as well. They're a pretty big organization. And as always, my OG will always stick with Inside the Eagles. Please check out everyone's work there. Um, very, very exciting. Um, be very busy. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're very busy. Um, uh, we, it's just great to finally have this website up and running. It has been uh, kind of a long time coming. Uh, a lot of resources were put into it, so we're very happy. That is finally up and running. I think it looks pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, we'll still be doing some changes and updates to it, but like I said, it is up. Uh, so go check out some there. I already wrote a few stories on there. Um, obviously, Brittany is this media manager over there, so she has always posted new content as well. 
Um, guys, greatly appreciate this. Honestly, the only reason why this happened was because of the love and support we got from you guys. With that being said, go Birds. 49ers did the Rocky thing, the same thing the Vikings did. Apparently, they didn't learn. <laughs> I am Thomas Cunningham. You can find me at Tom underscore FPF. Tom underscore FPF Sports HQ on Twitter. She is Brittany Cunningham. You can find her at EaglesBabe91 on Twitter. You can find my work at nowfightphillyfightnetwork.com. You also can find me at Inside the Eagles, phlsports.com slash Eagles Nation, and Pro Football Mania. Guys, we appreciate everything. Go Birds.